0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the HR Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Evo, and every week I'm going to have a conversation that matters about HR. This week, I have Kate Bush with me. Welcome, Kate. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me for this conversation today. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Me too, Kate. Thank you so much. Kate is based in the UK. She's a project manager at ProVision, and today we're going to discuss what it's like to be a project manager in, in HR tech. So uh, let let's start, Kate. Welcome, welcome again. Uh, I would like to start, yeah, from, from the beginning with with a small introduction about uh, about yourself and your, I don't know, your way into this world of uh, of HR tech.
1: In terms of uh, how did I how did I get into it, or
0: yeah, how did you get into it? If uh, if if you studied, you know, for for project manage, management at all, what 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 was your your background before getting here?
1: Well, I, I guess um how did I get to where I am today? So <laughs> I I've been in the, the Microsoft Dynamics community for oh goodness um twenty five years at least um something like that. Um, I actually started sort of on the on the customer side, um, working um, for a, a Danish company who were implementing um, Navision, as it was known then, version two hundred um, and sixty. Uh, and a long story short, but fr- from there, I ended up um, going into the the, the partner um, community, um, and I guess in terms of. I didn't really sort of set out to necessarily have a career in, in HR, but there was one thing in particular on that very first um employment um with, with the partner that sort of set me sort of, I guess, on, on the course of HR and um, and what I what I feel about it. You know, throughout my career. Um, people and relationships have always been at the heart of, of everything I do. You know, my, I've, my career started through sort of account management, into support, into operational management, project management. But it's always been the people and the relationships through, through all of that that really mattered for me um and, and i remember actually um in terms of the role that the first role i had at the partner i'd obviously been through um uh, at the interview um i had a, a formal a job offer that 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 i that i accepted i had a contract i had a start date and i turned up on my very first day to find out that the managing director was actually not expecting me in fact there was no one expecting me um other than the person who had interviewed me for this role um there was no hr process so there was there was nothing, and my first day was sort of sat in a room with two colleagues who worked on the support desk. In this partner who didn't speak to me for the whole day, <laughs> and I think that that really sort of set the scene for me. Is to you know an element of what I think about HR and the, and the whole importance of of relationship and communication uh, throughout everything I, that I do. So that that experience really well has, has stayed with me, um, and and I think about that. And how I communicate with people all all the time, you know, including the work that I now do as a project manager.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can I can imagine that's that's a very interesting perspective uh, right from right from the start. So, you you worked always with the with the with the partner community within Microsoft.
1: That that's where a large part of my career has been. Yes.
0: Yeah, for twenty five years. That's that's uh, that's a long time. Um, so. Did you did you study for project management? Was something that came into your into into your path? Like uh, you, you start developing skills within within that uh, that area, and you moved naturally there. How how did that happen?
1: Yeah, it was a natural progression for me. As I said, I I started um so so going back to this very first role where where they weren't expecting me. Actually, I I was um going to be working on on the support desk. So using all the knowledge that I had gained working for the the Danish company, but, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, improving my knowledge and and going into different products on the support desk. But as I said, no one was expecting me, but I stuck it out. Um, and and I, I was in that role, I think, for about a year. I was then promoted into account management. Um, and that was really interesting for me again in terms of getting inside the customers, you know, knowing their business, so you knew how to help them, you knew um what additional products or services that you could offer them that uh, that again would, would help their business to evolve and grow. And, and and again, that keeps coming back to the relationships that you have with people. Um I I then went on to head up a particular account management team, um, which was very interesting from there. I went actually into operational management. So I worked for a partner where I um, was the operations director. Um, I had the the project managers, the consultants, the developers reporting into me. Um, But that sort of then um, took me sort of more into sort of that that project management field and, and have managed various projects since.
0: Okay, okay, and uh, the the, the how, how did the connection happen with the technology behind behind HR? Was only here at uh, at Forvision? Was something that uh, you had in previous uh, experiences? Uh, was actually the you know the people side that pulled you into the technology area? How how did that happen?
1: Um, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, but I can say that as as my journey in technology has um, continued, my my belief st- is still sort of around the importance of people and relationships. Um, yes. You know, uh, uh, I think uh, you know I might have um, touched on this before, but you know, you can have the very best systems and processes and projects and technology, but I still firmly believe that the very best assets are are the people. You know, the relationships that you can build still make such a real difference. And I think you know, in terms of what the whole world has been going through after the last couple of years in, with COVID, um, I think it's again it's taught us how important that connection with people is. You know, the power of the voice and the face still, you know, is so very important.
0: Absolutely, I, I think we agree there. Um, okay, so so um, now that you're a project manager in uh, in in HR tech, so you're dealing with technology um or at least you're dealing with projects to implement technology what do you think are you know what what gets you most excited about it uh, you know do you find it fulfilling the 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 way you're you're enabling people to get the best technology for them to do their best work
1: yeah, definitely. Uh, you know that that that's a real sort of excitement and buzz. You know, when you're working on a project and and knowing that you can deliver some sort of real and meaningful changes to um, to, to businesses and and their people um, within the businesses as well. So I I I really get a a real buzz out of that.
0: Okay. Um, what do you think? Uh, yeah. What do you think are the the must-haves if 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 that for for you know for for a project manager to be successful successful yeah successful in this uh, in this HR tech world or even tech world for that matter?
1: Oh um, goodness! Um, must-haves. <laughs> you, you
0: can take your time. It's
1: fine. <laughs> uh, sense of humor, <laughs> definitely. All right.
0: That's um, important.
1: <laughs> yeah. A, a patience um you know great listening skills um you need to be able to you know to to plan so you have planning management skills people management skills you know being able to lead the team you know commercial management you know that those things um are important in abundance
0: do you think are th- they are equally important or there's some something that it's it's more important than above all
1: um if you don't listen um in the first instance then you won't be able to potentially do any of those things so yeah you've got to be able to listen um uh to then be able to plan to then be able to lead to take care of your budget um so yeah probably put that one at the top of the list but maybe ask me again in a a few minutes time I might change my mind
0: (laughs) okay well (laughs) let's let's go again <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I'm kidding. Um okay listening is a is a it's a very good perspective of it. Um, do you find it hard to to do that to listen sometimes to to what the, you know what the requirements are do you think it's it's a challenge sometimes to really understand what the customer is asking for or you know because part of it in my view is also asking the right questions. Um, so I don't know if you if you find that hard sometimes to to listen or to understand what what are the requirements and what you need to do in in certain projects.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think listening is a hard skill. Um, in any case, I think sometimes maybe we're all guilty of hearing things rather than listening. Um so that's probably the first thing to say. Um, there are still things that I come across that I don't fully understand but what what I'm I have so much more confidence now in perhaps than at the start of my career is is it's asking things if if you don't understand something that you're you're listening to or you're hearing or you're reading don't be afraid to ask again uh, um, because it's important to have that understanding um, and to be clear because if if you as a project manager isn't clear how can you? guide the customer how can you advise your team how can you do anything so yeah it's um that there are things we come across that we don't understand and so don't be afraid to ask questions around it
0: All right right um uh, I'm, I'm just a, a, a little thing on on that what what kind do, do you have any sp- not special but some strategies that you have you know to in project management, that are you know that could be a good advice for for people uh, looking into that area. You know which kind of tools that you use for communicate with your team. Do you have periodic meetings? How how do you you know organize your work as a, as a project manager?
1: Uh, how do I organize my work? Or was yeah. your
0: question more around? Uh, more, more around the teams. Uh, you know, the teams that you work with. You work, of course, with uh, with consultants. You work with the clients. Uh, so you you need to manage all that communication. So I'm I'm more interested to know, like, in tangible things that you use that help you uh, m- managing projects.
1: So for me, managing the project and um, making sure that I'm communicating with my team. So. If, if you're going to have, you know, we all need to have meetings, whether that's one-to-one meetings with with a specific member of your team for a catch-up or perhaps a, a, a stand-up call, but we'll always make your meetings um, have a purpose uh, and, an, and an, a, a set objectives that, that we're going to get out of the meetings. So rather than just sort of put, put meetings sort of into everybody's diary without understanding the impact of those meetings and what we're looking to get out of them. Um, I think it's as busy as you can be in a project. um, It's always good to make time to talk to your team as well. Sometimes you can get so busy, your focus just ends up being around what's the latest update on this, what's happened um, on this task, are we on track for that? Whilst all of that is important, it is sometimes still very important just to be able to check in with somebody um, and, and don't you know sometimes maybe we're all guilty of this but don't ask the question hi how are you at the beginning of the conversation if you haven't really got time to listen to what that person is is going to say to you and again I think how our work has changed with with COVID being able to have that time just to connect in with people and check that they really are okay is also important as well Um, rather than you know Hi, how are you? Uh, are you okay? Um, and you're not really listening to that answer before yeah. you've gone into. Um, can you just tell me what what's going on with this?
0: Yeah, yeah, I to- I totally understand. Did you did you find uh, your communication skills to to grow or to or to develop during COVID? You know, because I I guess you, you really need to find the time um and to try to be personal in a world in the in the remote world you know you know what i mean did you did you find it hard and how how did you overcome that
1: i think um i did have to develop the skills um thinking a little bit more about taking that time to connect with people um it it's always nice to be able to see somebody's face when you're talking to them as well because you can look in their eyes and, and and look at them and see and also see how they're feeling but also there's an awareness that not everybody feels comfortable with things like that as well um, and and you want to make people feel comfortable when you're talking to them because probably that way you're going to get you know more information out of them and and you know um i think that's also a very important point as well that when you're connecting with people um making sure that you're talking in a in a language that they also understand um and that can apply with customers as well right sometimes you end up talking all about um uh, languages and technology that that uh, that might mean something to you but they don't necessarily mean something to other yeah. people as well so um yeah i, I did have to to to, to develop and, and change a little bit um to make sure that you're still connecting with people in the right way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now going through like overall implementations that you've been working on, overall projects. Uh what what would you say are the most common challenges that uh, that you face, you know, during a, a project implementation?
1: Oh goodness. Um <laughs> Most common I love,
0: challenges. I love I love how you start uh, almost every uh, <laughs> answer <laughs> like oh goodness. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: So, scope creep. Um, you know, scope creep. I guess can be uh uh natural for for any project. Um, you know, maybe there are times when it when it Could be seen as beneficial. However, you know it's always very important to manage scope, um, communicate with the whole project team, and to keep that scope in check as well. uh, For for a whole variety of reasons, Um, you know, lack of communication. We've talked a lot about that in our conversation so far. But effective communication in a a project is is extremely important for the project to be successful. Yeah. Um, A lack of clear goals uh, and a success criteria. You know. Clarity um, is one of the most important requirements for the successful completion of a project. Um, you know, lack of it creates several challenges. Um, budgeting issues. Um, you know, yeah. making sure there's a, there's a clear budget and being clear on and how you intend to report on that budget at the very beginning.
0: And and now probably that connects also with the scope, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, inadequate risk management. Um, You know, being able to identify possible and potential what if scenarios and and making contingency plans is important as well. Um, I I firmly believe in that. Um, I think I think lack of accountability. I think in my experience, a a project team performs really well when every member of that team feels responsible um, and tries to fulfill that, that role that's assigned to them. Uh, i think where there is that lack of accountability that that tends to lead to issues as well uh, i think also uh, limited engagement around stakeholders okay um, and uh, yeah and unrealistic and, and deadlines definitely, definitely yeah have, well that's yeah. What, that's one i've come across
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's a, <laughs> that's probably a problem for everyone uh, i i would like to have just say that a lack of accountability i'll i'll that uh, translate into, into practical uh, into practical terms. It's just it depends on the, the, the project manager's style of management or something, you know, that, uh, you know, it doesn't include people or doesn't give them the responsibility or the accountability to do their work. How does that translate to practical terms, if you can explain it?
1: So I think, as I said, I think, um, first of all, you know, ev- everyone to to understand the, the role and the responsibilities that they have on, on the project. You know, I think that, that's that's the first step. I think um, as a project manager, when you're kicking off the project, it's important that, that, that people know the standards uh, and, and what's expected of them as well, why we're delivering this, what's important, what's the business case, how we expect to operate, you know, the standards that, that there are, are expected around that. And, and I think for people to feel Empowered to do their role, but but to know that 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 they um, they have that accountability, they have that responsibility uh, on them.
0: Okay, all right. Um, the, I think this uh, what I'm going to ask you next probably is not like the main responsibility of a, a project manager, but you know a lot of a lot of time software implementation or or to be successful, there's a lot of change management involved. Um, so, do you do anything to to help the customer sometimes understand what is in what is in question? Why why are we doing this? Do you go that way as well to support the the customer on that transition? Uh, how do you do that? Because yeah, sometimes the decision comes from the management above and the people that are working with it uh, actually. Don't agree. Don't want to do it. Uh, you know those those kind of impediments. Uh, so, do you do something in that uh, in that sense? Do you try to 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 help them with change management?
1: Uh, yes, I, I think so. I mean, for you know to understand change, um, you, you know for for change to need to be effective, uh, we need to understand sort of all, all the ins and outs of that change. So, perhaps where you're looking to help people is know uh, and and help sort of communicate to the, the um stakeholders within the business in terms of why do you need to to change you know what are the key objectives um to help identify what the benefits of the change will be to the organization um you know to focus on 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 people in a positive way you know the impact on the people positively um impacts on how that will affect the way that the people will work as well, in terms of, we hope that will be a positive impact as well, um, and what people will need to do to be successful to achieve that change as well.
0: Okay, okay. Um, let's say, you know, some listeners, they they have never experienced uh, an implementation. So I would, uh, I would ask you to, you know, not to walk us, through all the process but uh, what would be the first steps you know when someone is starting an implementation what 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 are the first steps that you take as a as a product uh, as a project manager to to make it go more smoothly let's say
1: i'm not sorry i understand the, the question can you just expand on that a little bit more for me
0: of course imagine imagine that uh, the listeners they don't uh you know they never experience an implementation, or they're about to start one. You know, and you are the project manager um, uh, for for that uh, for that customer. So, my question is, what can they expect from you? You know, um, in terms of project management, to to make it go more smoothly. You know, uh, what what are the steps you take in place? Initial meetings. Uh, Reports what they can expect uh, you know to get the, the the updates about the project every week every every day every you know every two weeks how how do you, how do you go about it you you understand what i mean
1: i think so okay so i think as 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 part of the the governance that you will put down for your project. And again, that should have been covered off in your statement of work and then mm-hmm. reflected also into your project charter. So you would have a clear governance structure that will say how we are going to engage, how we are going to report the frequency of the reporting, the types of meetings that we're going to, 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 to happen. Um, I think it's important to um, establish at the very beginning that open communication, which will help to build trust as well, and that comes into reporting as well. Even though you might be having a weekly steering committee meeting and you may well be delivering a weekly report, we know that there are always going to be challenges and and hiccups along the way with the projects. But it's important, I feel, that when something like that happens, to communicate these things sooner rather than later, because it helps to then. You know, we we found this problem. We were hoping this task would be completed today, but this has happened. And so unfortunately this task won't be completed until the end of the week. However, um, this is what we're going to do to mitigate any risk or or this is, you know, this is how, although this is happening, um, it won't impact another area. So to to have that dialogue open and, and to get that feeling of trust established and to talk about that at the very beginning in terms of how we want to work together as a team um again in terms of establishing the rules around rules that sounds quite a um, yeah. strong word but, yeah. um that's that's a bad word establishing um as a team, how's the yeah. team we want to communicate but again being don't be afraid to ask questions so don't say yes if we actually mean no you know ask questions if we don't understand which is something we talked about earlier as well i think making sure that you have committed project sponsors um, and active, engaged stakeholders as well. Making that clear at the very very beginning of the project is very important.
0: There you go. You asked a question to clarify the the question, and uh, the answer came very insightful. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> See, thank you. You're practicing what you're saying. You're 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 walking the walk. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple more questions for you, Kate. Here, uh, now that you were working with the with HR tech. And you, you know, you you've, you said that in, in your previous experience you, you worked always with with people and and, and 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 the HR world. So my question is, how do you th- how important do you believe HR tech is for you know managing processes to help people in their daily lives as HR professionals or managers or even employees? What uh, what do you think it's the the importance of this technology?
1: I think it's very important. Um, I think that, um, gosh, it's a really interesting question. I mean, it is important, but it, it actually creates a lot of thought in my mind when I think about, you know, the future of of HR and technology. Um, you know, perhaps the idea that maybe software should be designed with the with a broader business user in mind. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: in focusing on on the overall organization's success. Um, I think technology also needs to look at preparing for the changing work methods and styles so, you know, for diverse workforces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think planning this, it, sorry, I cut over you.
0: No, no, I was just saying, do you think it's 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 already doing that. It's already going that direction?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. Yes.
0: All right. So, do do you do you see with the customers that you've been working on? Uh, do you see a major improvement? Do they, you know, do they give you feedback about how they are looking into the tool, how they are liking it or or not? What uh, what you've been listening to? Let's say
1: they they do give feedback that they're liking the the tools that it, it's definitely helping um, shaping their business. Um, and improving uh, lives, you know, for for their for themselves and for their employees as well.
0: Okay, so so it's uh, it's happening now, and it's also a trend in your view that uh, you know HR tech should be more and more um, a technology that supports the new way of working, that supports the the organization, that helps people, you know, take decision based based on data and and what their employees are doing, what, how they are performing and, and all that. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you for, thank you for that. Just one small challenge to to end uh, the episode. Challenge, well, it's another <laughs> question, basically. No, but, uh, you know, if, if, if we have someone out there that doesn't know anything about HR tech or doubting it or whatever that may be, what would you say to these
1: people? Oh I don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh you've caught me on that challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm going to put it I'm going to put it to you in another in another way.
1: Yeah. Okay, sure. imagine
0: that you have a imagine that you have a family member, you know, someone uh, very close to you and he uh, would uh, he or she would ask you in a in a family dinner or something, hey kids, uh I know that you I've been hearing about this HR, HR technology and those kind those kind of things. Uh, do you think that's usefully working? That right? So do you think it's useful? Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> it, it's it's definitely useful. I mean it it's it's helping to change things in in a in a positive way uh, for people. It's helping them to give like a, a richer experience. It's helping them to stay more connected. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely worth it.
0: Okay. Well, I think, I think that's a simple and uh, fair answer. So okay. thank you for
1: that. All right. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> All right, Kate. Thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time. I really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you did too.
1: Yeah, me too. It's been great. Thank you.
0: Okay. Thank you, Kate. And for everyone out there listening, I hope you liked the episode and we'll see you in the next one.